In this video, you will discover the five red flags that scare quality men away. Hi, I'm Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man Method. And hey, do me a favor, like, comment, and subscribe to my channel so you get more juicy videos coming your way. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Red flag number five is being overly competitive. Look, girlfriend, if you want to create tension and attraction between you and your man, avoid competition. Unless you want him to see you as your best, as his best buddy, because he's looking at a, another masculine energy when he thinks about competition. The last thing it does is create attraction. Look, I take it from someone who has really seen and experienced this many times with one of my clients, for example, who I, back then when I did matchmaking, I know many of you don't know that, um, I actually told her, you know, I know she was really competitive and she was into tennis and things like that, right? And I told her, just make sure when you go on your date to not mention that you won all those championships and that you try to compete with him. But sure enough, the minute he mentioned that he was playing competitive sports, on his date, which by the way, I found out later because I did, of course, a post interview with the man as well, right? Hearing how the date went, like he reported to me that she was actually sharing about how she won all of her competitions and how she won the championships and how she went to this tournament and won this thing and that thing. And it really turned him off big time. Now we're talking about a high quality man, a man who was like, really incredible, an engineer who was also artistic, handsome, had a lot going for him, right? But he really said, I don't know. I don't have a place next to this woman. She has it all figured out, right? I don't feel like a man next to her. So be well advised when I say don't be overly competitive. Number four is telling him what to do. Now, if you want a man to run for the hills, then give him orders, like, right? Like treat him like a little boy and diminish his sense of masculinity because that's exactly what you do when you're telling him what to do, right? He sees you as his mother and guess what? He doesn't want to make love to his mother, okay? Like he doesn't want to date his mother, okay? So he's going to be actually less attracted to you and less interested in you when you tell him what to do. It's also, by the way, highly emasculating, right? There's almost nothing worse that you can do than telling a man what to do because you're basically saying he can't figure it out for himself, he can't problem solve, and therefore he can't really be the man for you. So he's like, why am I here, right? I'm going to find a woman who I can be actually the man for, who actually believes and my problem-solving skills, and that I can't provide. Number three is criticism of him, yourself, or others. So let's break this down. Criticism of him is, of course, another emasculating trait. Look, it's really important for a man to feel like he can make you happy. It's really important for you to set him up to win. When you criticize him, you're basically telling him, that he is not 
good enough, right? That he can't win, that he can't be your hero, that he can't be your champion. And therefore, he will lose interest, right? Because he wants to make you happy. So if he can't make you happy, he will set you gladly free so you can attract a man into your life who can make you happy. Also, criticizing yourself is a turnoff. He doesn't want to spend all this time having to validate you over and over again why you look fantastic in this dress, right? While he doesn't care if you have acne or cellulitis, right? Like he doesn't want to have to justify himself over and over again. Now, I heard this really great quote from a very successful entrepreneur who was single at the time and looking for the right woman. And he said this, I treat you like a queen. But you have to know that you are one, right? Like he he's really said, I don't want to have to convince you that you are one. That's not fun. That's not attractive. And also criticizing others. Now, why is that? Because if you're criticizing others, of course, the man is going to ask himself, are you going to criticize him behind his back? Like you're criticizing others behind their backs, right? We're always wondering, okay, how is she talking about other people? How is she behaving around other people? And is she going to behave the same way around me? Is she going to talk about myself in the same way? And if he believes that, he's going to say, no, thank you. I'm not going to take that risk because it's not going to be worth it to me. It's not going to feel safe. And I certainly won't be able to, to build trust, intimacy, and long-term attraction. Red flag number two is acting aloof or distant. Now, it's really interesting. You know, a few years ago, I was talking with one of my male friends. This was before I met my husband. And he said, look, I can tell when some, when a woman is really a bitch, right? Or if she's just acting like it, right? And so, you know, like men are not really interested in somebody who's aloof or distant, unless they're, of course, like narcissistic and they then do have to chase, right, going on. But a man who's truly interested in a long-term, deep connected relationship is not going to be interested in aloofness because there's simply not going to be enough, what, heart, right? A man who's looking for a long-term relationship is looking for heart. He's looking for warmth. He's looking for femininity. When you're aloof, and distant, right? He's going to think for one, you're not going to be interested in him. And also for two, that you're not, that you're not warm. You're not going to give him that warmth. You're not going to give him that femininity. And there's just not going to be enough glue, right? There always has to be glue that brings you together over and over again. Now, if there's aloofness, meaning being cold, being distant, being disassociated, he's going to also feel disassociated from himself. So remember, men vicariously live through us. So the more emotionally expressed we are, the more they can express and access their own emotions. Of course, through mirror neurons, right? Through co-regulating each other's nervous systems. You're creating an atmosphere for the man to step into by the way you show up. So if you show up distant and aloof, he's also going to show up distant and aloof as well. Or you're going to trigger his anxiety, which you don't want because now you have an anxious attachment style in your life that is also not going to serve you as well. And finally, red flag number one is the need 
to be right. I'm sure you've heard that saying before, would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? Now, after I haven't been married for seven and a half years, I can tell you this. It's not so important to me anymore how right I am because look, I've been wrong more times than you can count. And actually, what I always say is your ability to be wrong is directly proportional to your ability to attract the right partner for you. Now, why is that? Because we have unconscious expectations. And based on that, we delete, we distort, and we generalize our reality, right? So if I want to be right, if I say there's no good men out there, right? Or, or all men are cheaters or, right? Or all men are, you know, liars or they're not lasting. Then I will actually delete all the men that are actually truthful, that are actually faithful, that are actually uh, trustful, trustworthy, right? And I will also distort, right? Like when men are actually trustful and I will like, oh no, he just sounded hesitant. I think he's lying, right? So you will start projecting onto a man, and you will also start generalizing, right? Like all men are the same. So you won't be able to see the distinctions, right? Also, it gets really old when a woman wants to be right all the time because it's really about the ego. And the ego has nothing to do with the heart. Now, I remember this one moment when my husband and I were dating for maybe about a year or so. And I uh, it was either right before we got married or after, I don't remember. But um, it was really interesting because we had sort of like an argument about something meaningless, you know, as as we had in the beginning because I was picking fights because I felt it was too good to be true, to be honest with you, right? And I was like, you know, I'm right and I want to storm out the door, right? But then another part of me was like, but like, what if I'm not right? Like, what if I'm wrong, right? And what I really want is connection. So what I ended up doing is I walked very slowly closer and closer towards him. Now, mind you, my mind was saying, are you nuts? Have you lost your mind, Antia? Right? Like you're walking towards this guy. Like you're right. You're in control. You need to leave right now. Go on a run and punish him and, you know, uh, withdraw. That's another thing we women love to do, right? But instead, I walked closer and closer towards him. And then when I reached him, we actually hugged and I cried because what I really wanted, I wanted to feel loved. I wanted to feel connected. I wanted to feel understood, right? So I let go of the need to be right. If you like this video, I invite you to take my free playlist course right below this video that teaches you how to make a man chase you. And yes, a quality man. Also, don't forget to take my quiz magnetize your man where you will learn dating strategies personalized just for you by going to magnetizeyourman.com or simply click that link below ladies this is it for today much love to you and i will talk to you soon bye bye